This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, great flick of Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I say, I say, we just buy Chelsea and make them our reserves. <laughs> Hello oh. and cheers for joining us here on the Scarf Bagara Wall, where the opinions are opinions, the guests are guests, and the research is almost non-existent. Apart from that, the most topical joke will ever do. That's like hot. That is, that's, that's red hot. That joke. I had to wear gloves while I was writing it down. Mental. Evening all, how we doing? Still top of that blue square premier, I see. I'm Nick Lee, here to hold your hand, but not in a creepy way, through the next hour of County Chat. And who's that fellow over there, on the video version at least, but not in a creepy way? How you doing, matey Bobs? Oh, sorry, it's Rush Johnson. You're how right? do? You all right? How you doing, matey Bobs? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right, yeah. How are you? Yeah, good, good. The heat is on, eh? The heat is on. It's that, that's what it's starting to feel like, and I'm sure yeah. we'll talk about it. Definitely. Yeah, it's, it's happening, isn't it? Yeah, it's happening. Oh, I don't know. Is it, that, is, 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 is it happening? I mean, I I just go through every day now, um, almost shitting my pants like every day. <laughs> I, I, we've only just started March. God knows what I'm going to be like in like late April. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. T- take a spare pair of trousers, Mrs. Johnson. Indeed. And who have we got with us tonight? Anyways, I, 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 I thought you were just going to... So well prepared tonight, mate. I'm well, you've, you've, oh, you've paused, so I didn't know what was going on. Oh, now you're yeah. back. Okay. Right. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on then. Sorry. Right. Yeah, well, we've got Sam with us. Um, quickly becoming part of the furniture, Sam. So thanks for coming on um, and, and joining us. It, does, it really means a lot. And yeah, we'll just talk about all things count. We're going to talk about the Weymouth match last Saturday. Um, talk about the Aldershot match this coming Saturday on the telly. Um, we're kind of laughing because I said Alty twice uh, before we came on, and we'll just talk about everything in between. So all the matches that happened last night. Uh, and we've just... got Liam. We've got Liam Richardson's voice twin, as people have pointed out. We have. <laughs> I've got a bit of a cold tonight, so I, I think I sound even more Bolton than, than normal, which, which I, thought was never, I thought was never, but apparently it's quite a lot that I sound like that. So, um, so yeah. 
Um, right. Before we get into the Weymouth match, I'll just run these titles because it's my obligation to do so. This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. And with that, please subscribe. We are 108 away from 1,000. The longest running, <laughs> running competition in history. Um, do you know when we first started it, right? Honestly, when, when Andy said he'd, he'd sponsor us and that for it, I, said, I thought, we're on about 400 now. I, th- I was almost thinking, after a week, I'll be telling Andy to go and buy a shirt and get that merch bundle going. <laughs> but we're going to get, it's getting to that awkward point now. Where it's like, if someone wins now, there's no point giving him a shirt for this season, is it? It's like, oh, just D- DM us in July when the new one Yeah, we might, might do it for next season. <laughs> I feel like getting one of those little, in your SpongeBob SquarePants, where it goes, 6,000 years later. <laughs> well, <laughs> when, not, not to tempt fate, but when we won the, uh, the National League North, there was a gold, well, a blue and gold champions shirt released, wasn't there? Mm. So you never know. Maybe, maybe if we can get over the line. That might be something that yes that becomes a, a bit of a thing. Maybe shirts. yes, it could be. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. undercover Liam, as uh, Sydney Exile says. Um, yeah, please do subscribe, and if you're listening on on any podcast player, please do follow us uh, and comment and rate and all those good things. Uh, and the comments are coming in as well today, so we'll just pick out the some of those as we do that. Um, so yeah, uh, Weymouth on Saturday. We're loving making it hard for ourselves, aren't we? Well, yeah, you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, didn't you, about the Spennymoor game? Now, I think, and it's the Spennymoor anniversary today, isn't it? So it's happy birthday, Sam Walker, for that. That's yeah. a smooth link, that. Yeah, I so I, I thought that there was more comparisons with the Spennymoor game on Saturday than there was with the one that we, we said previously. Similar Absolutely. goal as well, uh, you know, in sort of similar sort of area. What do you think? In general, or about that comparison? About the comparison, about the game, about the foot, about the yeah, topic. I'd, I'd, I'd go along with that comparison, just as I agree with everything you say, mate. I'd, I'd go right <laughs> along with that. Yeah, always right. <clears throat> you know, if I you actually, were in charge, there be no wars. <laughs> I um, I've got to back you up because I was on, I was on Strawberry Radio on Saturday, and I actually said, um. I think I described the, the cross as like the, the Sam Walker corridor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know that like that corridor of uncertainty that they call yeah. it in. Like yeah. just where either it can get a nick and fly in or it can go straight in like you know, like Sam Walker did a few years ago. So yes, excellent comparison if I say so myself. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll, I'll claim that everyone. One. Yeah, every, everyone that said it. Yeah. God bless no, us, everyone. Um, yeah, there, there was a few things that I did notice, and we'll come on to the red card and, and what effect that has on us uh, shortly. Uh, I've actually made some notes while I was there because I knew that I'd forget. Um, so, yeah, uh, I've put Keen, Cranks and Hippo under par. Don't know what you think about that. Uh, long ball, um, half the time, pretty much all match. Uh, too many loose passes, not up to the usual standard. Palmer was great again. And then towards the end, Charlie was sat back in his seat, not happy at all. And I think all that probably came out in the post-match because Charlie wasn't happy with the whole performance. Um, certainly wasn't happy with Kitch. 
Um, so yeah, dissect that. Where do you want to start? Um, yeah, I mean, on on the players that were on the par, I think <clears throat> I, I do feel a little bit for Ollie Crankshaw because you sort of think he's has he really played as a winger for us, where he's you know that's his position, um, <clears throat> and he's kind of got I think he's on eight goals in the league from an unfamiliar position, so. I I do feel for him, but it's not quite clicking. I mean, I think if if we were going to use a player in that position, for me, if it's not Sarsovic, if he's not fit, then you'd probably look more for a Ben Whitfield. And even Whitfield, you know, it's not a familiar position for him either. Mm. But I just think he offers a little bit more if he is going to play off the strikers, you know, in behind the strikers. Um, So I do feel for Ollie Crankshaw, but yeah, it was a bit of a frustrating one. I imagine... You know, as much as we're saying he was on the power and it's frustrating for us, I imagine it's it was frustrating yeah. for him as well. But unfortunately, you know, when you're top of the league and you've won 11 and 12, you can't suddenly shift to a formation with wingers to accommodate one player. So, um, you know, that's kind of where he finds himself at the minute. It's, it's still reassuring, though, that we are. This is a blip at the moment that we're in, and, and we're we're still winning. Well, that was going to be one of my questions to you two. Is this is this our blip, or are we yet to have our blip? And if this is our blip, and we're, and we're struggling past teams one nil, then if this is it. Blip, then, yeah, I, think, <laughs> I mean, I think we had our three month blip from August. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, actually, just on Crankshaw, I saw someone just said that it, it might suit Newby playing there better. Which yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it suits Anthony Sarsovich playing there. That, that's what that's yeah. what we're missing, um, and that's hopefully what we'll see on maybe Saturday, maybe uh, the week after. Um, but yeah, um, again, like you mentioned, Miles Hippolyte because he came on, didn't he? And uh, me and John had mentioned on the radio. He's, I think he's one of those that, like we saw in the Chesterfield game, he, he grew into it. Unfortunately, when you're coming off the bench in the second half, you, you you've not got much time to, to grow into mm. the game. Um yeah. especially when we're not under the cosh because, you know, for all that it was a really poor second half, I think Weymouth had the one that we kind of bundled towards towards Hinchliffe. And then the header kind of late on. Um so I don't think we're under the cosh, but when you're almost second best to an extent in the second half, which we possibly were Mm. it's kind of difficult to, to grow into the game. So, um, and given the, the role that he's asked to do in, in Anthony Sarsovic's absence, it's not a role that you can just, you can afford to come on and grow into. You have to be at it immediately. Um, unfortunately, yeah, a bit of a, I, I think it was just a rough second half all round, um, which obviously, as you say, that, that kind of came out in, in Challenger's post-match as well. Yeah, I don't think he's going to tolerate a repeat, is he? Which is reassuring. It's, yeah. It's, but again, we're still, we're, you know, we're coming away talking about it, but we've got three points. And we're still, we're still even a below par county is enough to get to take points off the week. Obviously, we're going to need to be better again with some of the games we've got coming up. But if we can get away yeah. with it like that. It's still, still a good sign. I'm holding on to that. I, I, I did love the. Um, Looking at other teams' forums, like during the game, like the Chesterfield and Wrexham forums during the game on Saturday. So, like, this is it. This is Stockport's blip. This is it. This is it. Like, well, yeah, fine. Well, so it's made yeah. Just fine. yeah. 
I mean, that, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I, I think in a way, games like Weymouth and not so much Woking because that you know we were down to ten men for the for the duration of the game that we actually went on to win it, but the Dover mm. game as well. I think those games are probably not better for us, but the the more like they serve more of a purpose for Dave Challoner than beating Kingsland five nil. I mean, what what does beating Kingsland five nil tell you that that they're pretty bad, that we're pretty good? So, mm. You know, we, we probably should be doing that. We were beating Kingsland four nil last season when you know most people would say that we weren't great during that that unbeaten run last season. Um, so I think they, I think the games like Saturday serve more of a purpose because you still want to win the game and we still did win the game. But if you can win the game while taking a lot out of it in terms of things to improve on, that's probably the, the best of both worlds in a way. Like if, if we got held nil-nil or if they equalised late on last Saturday, then yeah, we can turn around and go, oh, we'll, we'll learn from it. Yeah, we'll learn from it. But in the meantime, we've dropped two points. So I think those games and like the, the Dover game when we won late on, if Chalner can... He's always improving on something from from the previous game, and and um, I know he'd mentioned in his pre-match interview last week about we don't. I think we'd only scored once in the first half in the last seven games before last Saturday, right? Um, and he 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 touched on that in his pre-match interview and said, yeah, you know, we were addressing that, we got to work on it, and then we went and scored in the first half. All right, it's only one goal, but it's you can just see a pattern of improving on things game by game, and. You know, if you think back to the start of the earlier on in the season before Chalner came in, we were losing, which, you know, all teams will lose at some point, but we were losing games comfortably. And then the next game, you'd be like, we've, we've literally learned nothing. We're, we're just mm. doing the exact same stuff and getting beat again. Um, so, yeah, I think games like Saturday, are, like I say, they're not better. Obviously, we'd all probably prefer to win every game 5 0. But if you can win and still take something from it, as we are doing, then, you know, win win to an extent. Yeah, yeah, I see that. I think I think um, where where it concerns me slightly, and I, I know I was looking for negative last week, but I don't know another another one nil win against a poor team just fills me full of you know. Okay, you can win one nil against a poor team, struggle to a win, whatever you know, learn your lessons from it. Okay, when we play, you know, it's, it's been said a lot, you know, when we play a, a better team that's more expansive, we'll be able to pick them off. But we played Chesterfield and we struggled in the first half against Chesterfield, didn't we? Um, so I'm, I'm just intrigued to play a team that is is half decent, but not quite up there. And I guess Aldershot will provide a bit of that on Saturday. Um, I think the Notts County match for me a week on Tuesday, I think it is. Um, that's going to be that's going to be the match where I, I look at it and think after an hour, how are we doing? You know, if we're if we're absolutely blitzing him three nil, then I'll be I'll be really really confident and really happy. And if it's a struggle, then I might start. Thinking, oh, oh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But I don't I'm, know what you think. I'm not giving my opinion, mate, because if I do, it'll just get like screen recorded and posted on the podcast Twitter pages of rival teams. So, oh, yeah, that happened, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But no, I just... saw that. Yeah, I saw that. But to be fair, I thought some of the replies were from Wrexham fans were, were more measured because I saw a few Wrexham fans actually going, well. They, they just sound like us like they sound like yeah. what we're saying like you know i think you'd mentioned in the clip was it something about winning games ugly or you know not not battering teams or whatever and 
and they were like, yeah, that, that's kind of what we're doing. You know, they'd, they'd beat Wheelston 2-1 in the 95th minute against 10 men. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, you know, on that, I, I think, I know there's been a little bit of, like, people, like you say, reading other clubs' forums and probably they're probably reading ours and, you know, posting stuff on Twitter. <laughs> of course, every team that's up there thinks they're going to win it or thinks they can win it. You know, mm. no, one's won, no one's won anything yet, so why would Wrexham or Chesterfield or, you know, even Notts County, maybe less so after last night, but, you know, why, why would they not think they're going to win it? It's not, you know, that's that's what's going to happen. It's just fans talking, isn't it? And um, yeah. I, don't, well, I noticed they didn't post the bit where I said Wrexham are our biggest threat, apart from Russia. No, they didn't, they didn't post that, but he was, he, it's kind of alluded to, I think it was Tim from Fearless and Devotion, wasn't it? I think he kind of alluded to that, that we were getting a bit jittery because we've seen them as our biggest threat. Mm. Um, but, it's, you know, they're allowed to take snippets and, and feed it back to them, aren't they? Just like we did with the, well, I did with the Chesterfield lads. It's all, it's all part yeah. of the bouncing. Exactly, yeah, it's all part of it. <laughs> and, you know, Wrexham more than anyone should probably look at, County and think, yeah, of course we're jittery. Like, have you seen where we've been for the last decade? Like, yeah, yeah. why would we not be? Like, they would be. They probably are. Like, with both two massive clubs that have been kind of dwindling for for years, it's not. You know, any any club that's up there would be jittery. But I think for, for clubs like ourselves and Notts County and Chesterfield and Wrexham, of course, there's going to be that added bit of maybe pressure because you, you know, there's so much riding on on getting back into mm. the league so of course of course we're jittery I, I, I don't think there's any I, i'm not particularly looking forward to saturday not because i think we'll lose or we'll struggle but i just i'm getting to that point where i just want the games to be over like, yeah same, i just same, don't want to sit honestly. through it and yeah <laughs> yeah that's the same but that's it's it's the feelings over only started coming over me recently like probably since since just before last Saturday, actually, when you look at the table and you look at who the other teams have got and you look at our last four games, things like that, all all these different factors play into it, don't they? And I'm I'm starting to get really, really nervous now. Excited nervous, but like, oh God, you know. I think, I think you know, it's, <clears throat> I think someone had commented that the players are looking nervous. Well, I know they get paid, you know, the, the players we brought in, Liam Hogan and those kind of players have been there and done it. And that's part of the mm. reason why we brought them in. Yeah. But they're going to be nervous. I, I was watching um, some some highlights of the Football League this from last weekend and, and last night. And I think Forest Green are, are 10 points clear. They, they, they were held last night. They lost 2-1 at Crawley on Saturday. They lost 1-0 at home to Walsall the Tuesday before. The top of the league by ten points, you'd think they'd just go on and, and storm it, but they're having a, a blip and they're getting jittery. I, I saw Rotherham's manager. Obviously, we came up against them earlier in the season. I saw their manager had, had spoken the other day after beating. I think they beat Plymouth one 0 and he said, "You know, we're not battering teams. We're a bit. We're getting over the line, but we're, we're a bit shaky at the minute. So while we're a bit shaky, we're, we're just getting over the line. These teams are all top of you know their respective divisions, as high as League One, and the players are getting a bit." nervy and the fans are probably getting nervy and tense and you come up against teams that you think you should batter and you've just got to get the job done. Do you think there's a, a part in the season of, of every season of every league, certainly in this country, where this sort of February, March time, maybe even late January, February, March time, where people are still vying for position and, and teams like the lower league team, the lower 
teams in the in the division are coming away to teams that are near the top and they've given it a really good go. But then as you get into mid-March and late March, maybe early April and onwards, there's a, re- there's a sort of a resignation that a team like us are top, they're bottom, and they just kind of give up to a certain extent. There's not, there's not much more to play for. Is that, is that a thing, yeah. do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it'd be interesting to to know whether it is more the top team being nervy and edgy or the, the bottom team being fired up or maybe a little yeah. bit of both. I mean, you know, I remember I remember us already being relegated in League One and, and being down there in League Two and going away to some of the top teams or teams up in the playoffs. And I think, I think we were down in League One when we went to... We went to Norwich and they they'd either already won promotion or they were about to, mm. and it, I think I think they scraped past us two one, like massive crowd. We had like Jabo Abere up front and yeah. you know we just even though we were rock bottom and we were already down and we'd just been beaten six 0 the previous week or whatever it was, like, maybe you get up for it a little bit more because it's a big ground. Maybe they are getting a bit edgy the, the nearer they get to the finishing line. I think it's probably a little bit of both. But like I say. Show me a division in the world where the top team, apart from maybe Manchester City, don't start getting a bit edgy. Um, you know, and if, and if Chesterfield, Chesterfield can go level on points with us on, on Saturday before we kick off, yeah. Um, you know, if they do, watch them start to get a bit a bit nervy and tense. You know, all teams up there will do. So, but yeah, it'd be interesting to to know whether, like you say, the likes of Weymouth are, are just more fired up or or whether we are just kind of bricking it a little bit. Yeah. I have this sort of mental battle with myself that, you know, we are top. We were six points clear before last night. And I was thinking, well, if they win their game, in hand, it's going to be three. Rex and win theirs, one of their, blah, 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 all these you know, permutations. But I'm thinking, well, you'd rather be in our position, wouldn't you, than be one of the chasing pack. So you, you're shitting yourself when you're, when, you're, when you're ahead. You know, we're all sat there dead nervous. But if you're behind, you're wondering where... If you can keep no margin for error, yeah, 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 you've got exactly, yeah, yeah. Well, put you've got no margin for error when you when you're in the chasing pack. So, yeah, it just make it just makes me nervous. I like it, It, well, but we're not used to this being top of the leagues, Malarkey, are we? Really, you know, in no, you know, however long you've been playing. I think it's, I think it's how obviously you know at the minute we're only three points clear of you know with the game in hand, but I think it's how long we've we've been top as well, and. How long we could be top? Like the the title winning season a couple of years ago, we I, th- I think we were only actually top for like we'd be top for one game and then Chorley would win their game in hand and then we'd win our game and then it, it was only ever the Chor- when we got to the Chorley away game that it was like right it's kind of do or do or die across this next week. Mm. Whereas now it's like every week you, you're looking at permutations. Whereas back then it was well we're second there first. We've knocked Spenny more out of the equation by beating them and it was just two teams just kind of one up in each other every week and you could never get too nervous because you'd be second one week so yeah yeah whereas now we're we're top we could be six points clear again on on saturday um it's just one of those things of like because of how long we've been there it you can't help but start to get a bit edgy and like i say you know it's obviously us talking like that but i'm sure the players are I know Dave Chalmers mentioned that he he doesn't mind being top. He doesn't. He says he knows what people say. Oh, it's you know it's a different kind of pressure, which I'm sure it is. But he said he doesn't mind it. He'd rather be in that position, um, yeah. and you know have people coming taking a shot at you and and trying to see him off. And I mean, even last night, I know 
we're probably going to touch on on the on the result last night that, that kind of affected us a little bit. But um, I saw some people say, you know, better, it's better for Chesterfield to, to win. Some people saying it's better for Notts County to win. Yeah. Some people saying obviously the draw would have been best, and that just shows that we're looking at games where we don't we don't really mind which one of the title rivals or promotion rivals wins because we just know that we're, we can put ourselves in a position where we're, we're comfortably, well, quite comfortably clear of, of some of them. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, we'll, we'll be nervous for the rest of the season as fans. Um, and it's on the players just to kind of ride it out. And, you know, if they are nervous, then just keep picking up the wins like we are doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, you spent you just touched on something there about the players and and about about sort of fans. I mean, obviously, we 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 think completely different differently to to um, to to the players, don't we? But speak for yourself, mate. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's, I made pancakes last night as well, so it's like, <laughs> like quigs and maca. I'm just like them. But it's um. I mean, it's our job. It's our job to be nervous, and it's their job not to be nervous in it. And it's their job to just—I don't—I know it's cliche, and, and Charlie probably says it every interview. They're just thinking about the next match and getting through the next match. And um, I'm just—I'd I'd rather be a player in this scenario. And this is where—I don't, don't know about you—I'd rather be at the match as well. I'm less nervous when I'm at the match than when I'm at home or watching results come in and all that kind of stuff. Is that, is that the same for you too? Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. Uh, I mean. I'm just speaking for myself. I'm more nervous when we're at home. Um, when when we go away from home, I probably jinxed it now. But when we go away from home, <laughs> like like the Bromley game a couple of Tuesday nights ago, it was just like I was just sat in the press box, like we're gonna win. I know we're going to win this game. You can just obviously it's easy to say that now, but I was genuinely sat there, you know, with, with Liam and John and the others, and it was like we know we're gonna, we know we're going to win this game and like Dagenham game on BT in January, 2-0 after five minutes. It, it's just a different ball game almost. And, um, but yeah, at Edgley Park, it's another story for me. I get a bit more nervous there. Yeah. Why is that? Well, look at the recent weeks. <laughs> well, I know, but it's not, it's, it's come, it's kind of manifested itself, hasn't it? It's not just like, do you know? Do you know what I mean? It's, why? Why? Why is it? Why are we such a different team at home? I'm not such a different team, but we just seem to perform not as well as we do when we're away. What? 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 What is that down to? I think when we're away, the home team's got a, almost got an obligation to to come at us a little bit. Um, you know, Bromley they, they were at the time. I think they were fifth when we went there. Um, so you know, you can't. I'm not sure how they'd take it if if we went to. You know the team in fifth, and and their time wasting and putting men behind the ball, and I mean, in a way they did that because I think they were trying to catch us on the counter, and it just never quite worked for them. But um, I think there is that little bit more space in behind. Whereas, you know, even even the likes of Dover and Weymouth, they're just setting up with two blocks of four, sometimes five, um, when when they're at Edgley Park and. They're just happy to, you know, both Dover and Weymouth would have taken nil-nil straight yeah. from, from the first minute. Whereas Bromley, you know, Bromley might take, so a team like Bromley might take a point against us at their place as we get to like the 75th, 80th minute. But early in the earlier stages, they've, they've got to be seen to be, you know, at least giving it a bit of a go. Um, so maybe, maybe this Saturday will be different. Maybe all the shot 
will be will be happy to settle for a point early doors. You know, they're, they're kind of struggling a little bit. Um, yeah. I've been reading a lot of their fans have got a, quite a big downer on on their side at the minute. So, you know, maybe this Saturday will be more like the games we've seen in recent weeks where we've got to be patient and try and break them down. Oh, not another one. <laughs> we, we've Although, had a I comment. Mean, <laughs> having said that, we, we keep breaking them down, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we've had a comment, comment from uh, Silomas, a great former manager of ours, said many times, I'm a big believer in your biggest game being your next match. Wonder what happened to him. Uh, I think he's managing, like, the kids at PSV or something. Oh, isn't he? Dario. Oh, is that you said that? No, no. I was going to say, who was it? Was that Gannon? Was it? I was just doing it. I'm assuming it's Danny Bigger. Uh, I don't know, actually, no. But no. Well, that, that could be any right manager. In that in <laughs> yeah, right, right in. <laughs> PO yeah. box. I just, I just thought Callas Itch would be funniest. I, sh- I should have gone for, I should have said he's assistant at Dundee now. That would have been funnier. <laughs> slightly. slightly. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, it's an intriguing oh, position. God. Oh. Simon Russ did say it as well. Oh, did he? Rusky like, boy oh. said it all the time. Yeah. I mean, oh. he's not wrong, though, is it? I mean, like I say, every manager says it up and down the country. You can't ask a manager, any manager, a question. They just come back with, yeah, the next match is the most important. It's not. Yeah. Like, it's like exclusive yeah. to Rusky, is it, really? It's like it's like saying Tuesday comes before Wednesday, isn't it? Well, yeah. Oh, you, you need you need to breathe to stay alive. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bit basic. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, just going back to it, it's, it's, it's a weird position, isn't it? Because we're not we're not used to being top. And uh, listening to the other podcasts, as I do, when when they were top, honestly, the 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 certainly with the Chesterfield lads, they they oozed confidence. It was just like, yeah, we're going to win this. We should be ten points more clear. And it's like, but I don't feel that way. <laughs> Why don't I feel that way now? You know, I should, you know, confident. I'm sure but, loads of county fans yeah, are confident. But inside, they were crying. Just, just know that, mate. In, in, inside, they were shitting themselves as well. Um, okay, before we move on to the match on Saturday, let's just well, cover the... there's a red card to cover, isn't there? Oh, so... God, yeah, sorry, yeah. A silly yeah, sorry, red card. Sorry, there was, uh, yeah. Uh, after, I mean, uh, Chaloner mentioned in his interview that it was going to be disciplined. I think, I think you'll be, imagine we're getting fined, Kitchen, or whatever. But, um, yeah, particularly after the Hogan one. It was just, just. I mean, it's all a bit something and nothing, isn't it? But he's given the referee a decision to yeah. make, and it's, it's just daft, mm. especially at a time where we can't really be losing defenders, particularly left-sided ones. Well, I say yeah. both went off injured, didn't they? Rydell and Johnson, yeah. and then he yeah. goes and does that. I mean, you, you, Challenham must have been absolutely. Well, he said it, wasn't he? He'll get yeah. the biggest fine that the club can give him, and he's absolutely yeah. living, and he's let him know that. Um, yeah. I was quite surprised when I, when I heard that. I thought. That's a bit open for an interview, but yeah, fair enough. It's um obviously it's not it's it is one of those things that's really annoying. But I had to have a laugh when I watched it back, and you can if you watch the incident back on the highlights, you can see Charlie in the background, and he literally like if Lux could kill, like Mark Kitchen would have just been on the floor. <laughs> like even even in the even during the incident, like Chalner stood in the dugout behind him. You can just catch that's him on. You can just see him on camera, and he's just. <laughs> staring absolute daggers at him and obviously it is one of those things that's really infuriating but yeah it is a you can't help but laugh a little bit when you see it that's probably dave challenger's second best bit of background media work 
this week. Did you see him on the? Uh, did you see his reaction to to Seldom Hales with the pancakes? Comedy, comedy timing from Dave Chaloner. No, I've not watched it yet. I'll give it a watch. Oh mate, oh mate, absolutely, absolutely sublime. And, and I, these little videos get get into know the players. I'm really enjoying them. I think the media team are doing a doing a great job with them. Nice little insight into what goes on. Obviously, you yeah. get the the odd the odd person going, oh well, maybe you should be training. Yeah. But, it's, it everyone, is, I, I think I saw someone say like it's one of those things that like you can't do if you're twelve, like which is <laughs> fair enough. Maybe you can if you you know no disrespect, but maybe you can do that if you're like you know I don't know woken or something where you're not yeah, going to go yeah. down and you're not going to go up. But if you're a team like us and you know we're in ninth or tenth at this stage of the season, you got yeah. time, aren't you? Which to be fair, a lads are doing like really well, and all the stuff that's coming out is coming out at like really good times, and um, like the videos that they're doing for. Like advertising the games, like the one they did for the Chesterfield game, and I think they've done a similar yeah. one for Notts County. Like, yeah, it just adds. It's just little things that like just keep the momentum of the fans like ticking over. Yeah, it's important. It's, I think it's really important stuff. I'm really enjoying it as well. Particularly uh, Dave Conlon saying that he, he likes Oasis and Stone Roses. You know, I, I could. I hadn't. I'd have told you that without looking. Without looking at what. The video. I wouldn't have needed to. Oh, right. If you if you said to me what bands is Dave Conlon into, I'd have said Oasis, Roses. Yeah, but Bang. you know what? Right, we've we've been doing this for seven years now, right? And we're up. We're what did we have? We had Duxbury Downers, but brass bands. That was wrong. <laughs> didn't we? That, that was only joking, though. That I know was it was. Like... I know it was. I know it was. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, but yeah, he's welcome. He's welcoming the county arms anytime. I've got literally an Oasis and Stone Roses cover on the wall here. Do you know what I mean? So he can come in. You should actually, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming like it's probably not possible at the minute, given that he's assisting in a side, but like in a title race. But at some <laughs> point when it, when it's possible, like he'd be really good. Like he's like, obviously he's a, he's a dead nice guy and everything, but he's just got like loads of, like he, he's actually, when I, when I spoke to Jim um, last January for his five, for a piece on his 500 game, I spoke to Dave as well, and actually we, we kind of sat down, me and him, and went through his games that he'd been assistant manager at the club for, and he was pushing like 400. Yeah. Like, I don't think people realise, like, I didn't I didn't realise he was assistant for quite a while under Lordy, um, and then Jim, like, the third time, um, and obviously he's, like, managed a team a couple of games as well. But, yeah, at some point when... You know, there's not an, uh, a title race going on. He'd be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't forget what last year we voted him uh, unsung hero. Unsung just, hero, yeah. Just for being the glue. Just for being the glue yeah. in the uh, in, in the camp. Um. So yeah. So the, I guess the the red card was stupid. What about the injuries to Johnson and Rydell? Because Johnson went off at half time, if I remember. Did he? Yeah, right. and then Rydell. Yeah, and then Rydell pulled up. Like early yeah, he said so. He said Rydell will be. He said a week or two, and I think the hoping Johnson's all right for Saturday. So fingers crossed. Okay. It might be one of those that goes to the wire, and then we see literally on the day. Um, but he does his interview on Thursday evening, so Dave Turner. So maybe we'll we'll see something come out. Interesting to see what happens at, at left wing back. I think I think that's the going to be going to be the interesting one to see what happens there. Hmm. That's what everyone's going to have an eye out for. 
Well, this is it. I've already seen somebody's fan hub first eleven prediction, and they've got Whitfield at left wing back. So we're going we're going back to those days, aren't we? Or potentially because yeah. we because we didn't have that that, that that there. But where does that, I mean, where does it leave us? So Kitching has a one match ban for two yellows. Hogs yeah. is this is Hogs is a three match ban, so he's served one of those. Is that correct? Yeah. He's, back, he's back for knots, sir. Yeah. He's back for knots. So. So yeah, so I mean, what, what does that what does that leave us then? Barkley's away at Yeovil still. That's Yeovil, that got extended. Yeah. Um, so Ty is not anymore. Yeah. yeah, I'm guessing. I think he's ill or he's injured because he they they couldn't field a full. Yeah, and he, he wasn't, wasn't in, and he wasn't in the squad. Right. Yeah. Um, and he has been starting for them. It's not a case of like, you know, he's he's not good enough to get in a, a reduced squad or anything. He's literally been starting for them. So. Um, yeah. Um, Ryan Morse put it. I don't. Hippolyte is a left back by trade, so we're fine for left wing back. I'm I not didn't sure. Know that. I mean, yeah. I mean, when he signed, they literally kind of said he he could play almost every position under the sun apart from goalkeeper, probably including goalkeeper. To be fair, but hmm. um, I'm not sure. I mean, he's you know he he kind of struggled on Saturday night going back going to left wing back, so I wouldn't be confident. But needs must. I guess we'll see on the day. Yeah. If Johnson's if Johnson's Okay, then. I mean, it'd be very much, a, you know, he's not going to be the kind of left wing back to, to get up and down the pitch all game, but he's got, you know, he does venture forward with the ball at times from cent- from that kind of left sided centre half role, and he can get a, a half decent ball into the box. So maybe for one game, it, it's worth a go if that's what we're left with. I think Whitfield at left wing back takes a lot out of his game, and yeah, and, you know, it's probably not. Worth the risk, but we'll see. but needs Plus, if, if I see a, if I see a number ten playing left back again, I will self harm. Mm. Someone yeah. literally wearing number ten on the shirt and line up. No, I'm not having that. Yeah, in fact, someone's just someone just messaged in. Elidis McCauley, Southam Hales at left wing back, Minion at right back. Well, I'll I'll counter that with. Sure. Well, that's what Sam thinks about it. Well, Sam Minion, Sam, yeah, just what Sam Minion has played left back before, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Having, uh, I don't think it's his. He's probably orange coloured for the left for the left back position. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but but like I say, needs must. So it'd be interesting to see how we line up on Saturday. He might even go. Josh, Ed- Josh Edwards as well, though, isn't there? Josh Edwards. Yeah, I mean, he's played there in the trophy game yeah. and stuff. I mean, Ethan Pye, if I don't know what his situation is this week, uh, if he is, you know, if he's fit and he can be recalled, he's not, I suppose, he's more of that left side of centre half, like we saw with um, with Kitchen when when Charlie first came in. But he he came on, Charlie brought him on at Bolton in his first game, Ethan Pye, and he, he played against Dover in. Uh, sorry, I think he played against Weymouth when we won 2-1 there earlier in the season and did okay. Um, you'd like to think we've got enough to win the game. Obviously, if, if this Saturday was was not County at home or yeah. you know a, a promotion rival, then it's a bit of a different story. But you'd like to think um, that we've got enough to get over the line, even if it is a, a makeshift um, left-sided player for, for the day. Um, yeah, and and just 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 coming on to older shot, not forgetting that they, that I mean they're down there as well, aren't they? That they're just you know they're just outside the relegation places. Only won one one in the last five. 
Um, so it's not like it, you see, I, before we started the show, I thought they were about mid table, but they're not, they're, they're, you know, they're right down there. So, mm. like I say, Wrexham gave them a, a paste in last, last weekend, albeit it was at Wrexham. Um, and their fans, from what I was reading online, were, were just like so down about where they're at. Um, because we really, I mean, this probably doesn't narrow it down, but at the time we played them at home, we really kind of struggled past them. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 1 0. And, and I think around that time, the new manager or the manager at the time hadn't been there long, and he'd kind of got a bit of a, an uplift in, in form from them. Um, but, you know, it's all, we've spoken for probably 20 minutes about how nervous we all are about the title race, but it's one of those games where, you know, you can account for the nerves of the promotion race and all that, but, you know, all things being equal, we should be going winning the game, um, even if we are starting with, you know, Kenny Boxall at left wing back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's nice to hear you say that because I am nervous. But when you hit, when you obviously you you say that, it's uh, when you look at it objectively like that. Then we, should, you know, we're top of the league for a reason. We should really be going to these places and and, and winning matches like this. Um, yeah. Um, anything about the other matches and this week? I mean, anything more about Weymouth before we move on? Um, no, I mean, you know, the red card. That obviously all the stuff we've, we've just spoken about is why. Um, is why Dave Chalner was, or one of the reasons why Dave Chalner was so angry. Yeah. Um, I, I saw some people commenting that they don't think it was a red. I mean, it was enough to be a second yellow. Like that's how many times you see a little confrontation like that where there's not much in it, but both players just get a token yellow card. And their lad did get booked as well. So if he's booked their lad for the for his part in the little head to head. You can't not put kitchen. It's it's mm. enough to be a second yellow. And given, like Dave Chalmers said, a he was already on the yellow card. B it's nothing to do with him. Yeah. And C he got in like you know from ten yards away, whatever it is. Like yeah. literally, I think was the lad tried to drag was it Crankshaw off off the ground when he fouled him. Um. So you know he'll live. Yeah. Just leave it. It's fine. <laughs> right. um, so yeah, you can see obviously all the stuff we've just spoken about and all the comments from people talking about what we're going to do at left wing back is why he was so annoyed, especially after I think he said they'd had a meeting in the week about not about discipline, but just about staying composed and not getting dragged into stuff like that. And actually, you know, although we we should have enough to to get past all the shot, you'd like to hope what you don't want it to do is give sides like Notts County an impetus to go, all right, well we yeah. go there a week on Tuesday, like give them a little niggle, like, you know, you know, just square up to someone and get them, you know, give them a little a little, a little kick out or something like that to get them to get them fired up and get them answered off. Um you don't want it to start leading to things like that and having an effect later on in the title race when we're playing Boroughwood and Chesterfield and Wrexham and all those teams. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think that they've spoken about that again and reiterated it this week, because that's really easy done. And, and Kitch got lost in the moment. And you need the part of being a professional footballer is being game aware and circumstance aware, isn't it? And not getting carried away with those things. And it, it does just take one thing to get maybe someone who's not as prepared to uh, to flare up like that. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Into the midweek fixtures then. So. Um, 
It's funny because you know what? In, in all the time we've been doing this podcast, and I know I always say this, but we, we've we've never really talked about oppositions and what they're doing when we're not playing. It's always been about us and, and County. And now, now we're in a title race. Um, <laughs> we're talking about other results. It's bizarre. So, um, so the t- the two games from last night that, that mattered to us really is Wrexham beat Kingsland two nil, and Chesterfield eventually beat uh, Notts County three one. I had a bit of a look on Notts County's sort of Twitter feed, their you know their their podcast um, Notts County Talk. They're sort of questioning now whether they win, could they can win automatic, and I'm thinking you're asking that question now. But the hell, you <laughs> a couple of months ago, surely. <laughs> but... Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I saw it, it's one of those things where you kind of start to wonder, like you see. You get to this time of the season and in the promotion race, and you see certain players at certain clubs coming out with, you know, they'll speak to the press either before a game or after a game, and they come out with stuff, and you just think, like, why have you said that? Like, Jeff King for Chesterfield a few months ago said they're the best team in the league by a country mile. Yeah, yeah. Um, he then, I think he said it, he then got sent off against us got a three-match ban, and they went on to, like, concede a two-goal lead, drew one all at Weymouth, and then got beat by Solihull. So, you know, they picked up, obviously, last night, and um, they got a win against Yeovil last weekend as well. So, from their point of view, they'll think they're right back in it. Um, mm. But you just think, like, what what, what, what benefit have you got from saying that you think you're the best team in the league by a country mile? Like, if you are, just, just wait till the end of the season, and the, the league table will show it. And if you're not, then you've just left yourself open for for clubs, you know, to to be fired up by it or to or to just make yourself look like a tit at the end of the season. And mm. and then like quite similar as well. Not I think um, Cameron at Notts County, the their captain, the I think the local paper for Notts County put out a piece yesterday where he'd said um, it, it was I'm you know I'm paraphrasing, but it was it was basically like. Oh yeah, we're, we're well in the title race. All we need to do is win our games in hand, beat Stockport, and then they lose another game, and then we've won the title. Like it was, it was like, oh yeah, yeah, we've won it. All we need to do is win like seven games and hope that no one else wins any other games. <laughs> yeah. And then, they, and, then the, and then immediately after they got beat three one, and it's kind of they're not out of it entirely, but you feel like they had to win last night, beat us, and hope that we also drop points to actually be up there. Um, and again, like. That's a similar thing of like, why have you said that? Just, just focus on on doing it. Like, you know, we've I don't think we've had anyone come out and say anything that no. could potentially come back and bite us. And you know, Dave Dave Charner every time he does an interview is confident, um, but he's never said anything that's worthy of like another team's. You know, where people say something and another team goes right. That's you know, we're, we're remembering that they've said that we're going to use it as, as motivation or whatever. Like, just focus on yourself and yeah, um, you know, don't leave yourself open to to, to that kind of thing. Um, like I say, Chessfield will think that they're back in it, and you know, fair play to them if they beat Southend on Saturday. Um, they'll be level with us before we've hit a ball. So, and that that will probably put some pressure. You know, imagine all imagine the fans at five o'clock just before we kicked off, seeing that second place level on points with us albeit you know we'll have two games in hand imagine the if we're nervous like during the week imagine seeing that a team are actually have pulled it back to be level with you and of course we've got two games in hand but how often do we all say yeah you know, it's points on the board that, that that matter 
so you know fair play to them they've, they've still got a lot of work to do but um like i say no one's won anything so chesterfield will feel just as much as we do or just as much as wrexham do that, that they're gonna win the title or that they can win the title um so yeah because of that you end up spending your midweeks now looking at, at their results and looking at flash scores and yeah, seeing what's happening and it's a bit of a weird feeling yeah it's unhealthy I've, I've been looking at it too much almost but you know you know say, say if, if they are and they're likely to be on the same points as us obviously we'll have two in hand like you say on saturday evening before we kick off just going back to wanting to be in the ground because i'm less nervous that would be for me as a fan and i'm not going saturday unfortunately but i'd be like right come on i'm up for it now i wouldn't be nervous at all i'd be up for it because if i Turn the tables, and we just gone a level on them. Okay, and Chesterfield had two games in hand. I'd be thinking, in my mind, games in hand always means a win. In my mind, that's how I always calculate it. So um, it get me, it get me right fired up for it as a fan. Um, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the players probably won't have time. I think to to know. No, like I remember when we played Dagenham. At the twenty past five kickoff, I think we spoke to them after, and I think they said they, you know, they spoke about it on the way out of the dressing room. But it's not you don't want to be doing that. Do you? you don't want to be like the last thing you you hear before you go out for your game. You don't want it to be oh Chesterfield have just won four 0 or the yeah, you know, just again like another cliche that managers always say, but literally just focus on yourself. Um, mm. And actually, the Dagenham game, like I think teams had done. I think Borenwood were held by Weymouth, but other than that, teams around us had won. And actually, we went out, as far as I'm aware, not knowing what the scores were, and we were seen all after five minutes. And yeah. you could see from social media and stuff, other teams, other teams' fans that were on the way home from their games were like, right, you know, we've won, Stockport are under pressure on TV, big game at Dagenham. And then we check the phone and it's two and a half, five minutes, and it just knocks yeah. stuffing out of them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we, we want in a way, you think, would it be the worst thing in the world if Chessfield won on Saturday? They're all fired up, and then you just go out and just put a dampener back again on on the hopes that we'll be building up if they win. So, and, uh, you know, Southland are banging form as well. They're one of the four teams of, yeah, yeah. of yeah, this yeah. year so far. Um, so it's not an easy game. Um, and like I say, you know, last Saturday we kind of struggled past Yeovil one 0 on BT. Um, so every 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 team will have slip ups, and you know, are, are we going to go the rest of the season? Are we going to go fourteen more games unbeaten? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, possibly not. So every team will have at least a game or two that that they start to slip up in. So yeah, yeah, control you... the controllables. Nick, Nick, you be careful what you say because you'll be getting you'll be getting clipped. <laughs> I did, I did yeah. notice uh, with Chesterfield's win last night. In true Chesterfield fashion, it came at a price as their mm. uh, big money signing Joe Quigley came on as a sub after twenty three minutes and then went off after seventy seven, which you'd assume. Yeah. Was yeah. An injury. Well, I don't I know because I don't it, know. It wasn't, if it, uh, was it not it an, injury? an injury? No, because well, he got. I'm, I'm sure when he's been subbed in. The previous matches, listening to their podcast, he's been booed while he's been subbed off. Yeah, they're not yeah. a fan, are they? Um, no, he wasn't injured. They, they just, he's not. Um, you know, I, do, I just don't think it's a signing that, that worked out for them. I'd, it, and it begs belief a little bit that they, they sanctioned the signing of of him under James Rowe to then 
suspend the manager like less than a week later. Mm. Like it was obviously a signing the manager specifically requested. Um, you know, if there's any doubt, why, whatever, why you'd go and do that and reportedly spend, you know, similar to what we signed Paddy Madden for. Um, yeah, just, just bizarre, but it's not really worked out for him yet. Maybe, maybe he'll have a really good end to the season, but I mean, he was never prolific at, at Yeovil, so no, I'm not sure. Unless he just thought he'd be a good foil for, for Tishimanga and Asante, and then obviously, as soon as he's come in, Tishimanga's got injured. Um, pressure's on. So, yeah. Yeah, pressure's definitely on. Yeah. Sai Lobas. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah Sai Lobas, Jordan Davis went off for Wrexham. Yeah, he did. Doesn't look too serious. Are, are we are we in danger of talking about other teams more than we're talking about ourselves and worry about other teams? We'll probably get clipped for all this, won't we? And it'll go on. It's just good to give, like, a little... This is, like, people's... For the people who don't look at what everyone else is doing, this is their little weekly roundup, isn't it? You're only providing <laughs> information. You don't yeah. have a go at the news readers for the war, do you? <laughs> no, true, true. Um, <laughs> this is very true. Yeah, so it's just interesting to talk about the others. So, I mean, we, we could talk about it a lot more, I'm sure, and, and do all the permutations. Boreham Wood, again, still, they've got three games in hand. Um, I was going to say something about Chesterfield then, an opinion about Chesterfield, but I might, I might hold on to it for a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. When we're in, we're in FA Trophy action next week, next Saturday. Yeah. Um, which is good, and obviously everyone will want the day out at Wembley if, if we're celebrating promotion. Um, but Boroughwood Chesterfield is on. That's the BT Sport game next Saturday at twenty past five. Which, I mean, you know, keep keep playing each other. That's it's fine. But I know yeah. we've got to play them in the, you know last four four or five games, but. If we can get to that point, and you know, there's only one team competing with us, um, it's ideal, really. And I mean, I, I read a stat today that we we've got the so the easiest running. Obviously, we're all looking at the last four games, but they mean the running as in from here to the end of the season. And then, right. in terms of in terms of the top six or seven teams. Um, Apparently, we we have the what would be called the easiest in terms of the teams we play. So, if we've still got, you know, our last four games are what Boroughwood, Chesterfield, Wrexham, Halifax, mm. and we think that's tough, which it obviously is. What you know, what are the other teams doing? If if yeah, I think they've just got to play each other sooner. That that's all. Yeah, um, which you know maybe an advantage, maybe maybe a disadvantage because if you know if. For example, Chesterfield come up against four of the top teams much earlier in the run-in and lose them all, then they're already out of it. You know, we play them at the end, and it could be, not to tempt fate, it could be that we only need one result from those four or two results. So, you know, you all play the same amount of games, and of course there are, there are better times to come up against certain teams, but just keep, you know, winning games as long as we can and, and see where it takes us. I mean, of all, of all those teams, Halifax seem to have the best, What well, on paper, is the best running. Uh, but football isn't played on paper, it's played on a pitch. But the pitch is a state as well. So, yeah. There's always a leveller around the corner. Yeah. That's it. You look at Halifax running, there's always, there's always something to 
It's going to be a mental couple of months. Oh, it's, it's going to be bonkers. It's going to be absolutely bonkers. Just slowly, what it's going to be like the Hunger Games. They're all just yeah. going to fall away. The thing is, like, you, you just you take, you know, this isn't to kind of like take any pleasure in, like, for example, like Tishimanga. But you, you just you've got to take in a title race in any title race you you've got to take the little like one and two percent advantages where you can like not not that but you know if you think like Halifax's pitch you've got to take that as an advantage like I remember Spennymore got to when they were still well in in the title race in 2019 they were playing Tuesday Thursday Saturday like pretty much every every week because of how bad the pitch was and that just did for them in the end um so anything like that you've just got to take it um as a little a little bonus and anything that helps in any way just just take it run with it and make sure that we're minimizing anything that that might disrupt us which is again probably going back to why he was so frustrated about the about the red cards and yeah just anything that might be anything that might be on the horizon that's a little that could give other teams an advantage or a bonus or a little boost just minimize like everything within your power to make sure we're, we're giving nothing away um and then if you know if a blip or if a bad result comes along here or there you'd hope the, the impact is kind of minimized from it yeah yes yeah it's, you're, not, you're not doing my nerves any good i'll, I'll tell you that much <laughs> all, all, all this chitter chatter <laughs> about the permutations. i mean what, what i would say is does any county fan who's you know who's seen all of seen the, the glenn taylor moment and seen all the the stuff in the 90s and the four when we does any county fan really really expect us to be like comfortably home and dry by you know three weeks like it's look, just look not at the comments yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like no, but obviously you, you can have a bit of you know it's good to have the, the confidence and the, the optimism and like you say you look at other teams forums and they're probably full of fans saying yeah we're going to do it we're going to catch them you want that but at the same time you know it's there's a long way to go and you've got to keep doing what we're doing and i don't think dave chalmers given any of us any reason to not be confident so yeah just yeah run with that yeah i'm gonna take that advice actually I'm just going to listen to Dave Challoner and that's it. I'm just going yeah. to run with that. Because yeah. he does, he, he, I said it before, I love the way he's so, um, he's so sort of direct with it. Even his language, the language that he uses, he doesn't give anything away, but but plays toes, you know, toes that line mm. of this is this is what we do. We've, we've, he's almost like he's really efficient in the way he talks um, yeah. in his pre and post matches. Nice to have that um, again. It's what? Yeah. <laughs> It's nice to have a nice to have that again, isn't it? Again, yeah. Well, it is what it is, and we've got Charlie now, so, um, so yeah. You're such a snide. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave Steve alone. Um. So yeah, um, that's the older shot game. Uh, no, we haven't talked. We kind of talked about the old shot. We covered it, haven't we? Yeah, we've done it. Um. Yeah, anything, anything more to discuss from this week? Um, by all accounts, it's been a bit of a quiet week in some respects, hasn't yeah. it? Um, the calm before the storm, isn't it? It feels like it, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm so nervous. I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very I, much looking forward to the FA Trophy game where we are going to have that thing of, well, if we don't win, it's going to be all right. 
you know, it's not going to affect anything. I mean, I think we will anyway, but that, that's going to be such a nice little... But then everyone else will be playing at the same time, won't they? That's, I, anytime, when, anytime we're in the FA Trophy, in the FA Trophy <laughs> I have this mixture of, like, I want us to get to Wembley. I mean, what I would say is I want, I want us to get to Wembley, but, I mean, if we get to Wembley in the FA Trophy final and we've finished third or fourth in, in the league... Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not... You know, I think Dave Chan has always been big on, he wants to get to Wembley, but he wants to do both. Like, it, it's yeah. very much... One is to celebrate, you know, the, the ideal would be to get to Wembley and celebrate the fact we won the title exactly, you know, a yeah. week earlier or whenever it is. Um, yeah. But when we're in the FA Trophy, I'm just like, I've just got this like FOMO of like the National League. Like, I'm just looking at all these other teams like playing and like, <laughs> you just, I remember like the, the Chesson game. It, I, was, I think it worked out well because that was when Weymouth equalised against Chesterfield in the National League while mm. we were playing Chesson. Um, but yeah, I was just... It's obviously you're watching us and wanting to get to Wembley, but you're looking at the other teams and playing in the league and just thinking like you don't want to give them any sniff of like a chance to catch up. Even though we've all got to play the same number of games, I have this like irrational thought that they're going to catch up on us while we're not playing. Yeah, like yeah, like we're going to return the week after and we're going to be like 15 points behind and it's like everyone's just completely cut adrift. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that. You know, Dave Challenger, like I say, he's he's managed it all really well so far. So just got to trust that we'll be all right. Yeah. Phil Panton's right spot on. Cheers for getting in touch, Phil. Uh, Wembley is for the fans, the league is for the club. That's spot on that. Just imagine a day out at Wembley with no, no pressure, having already won the league. Yeah, yeah. that's spot on. That's, that's what yeah. I'm holding out for. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like, you, you know, you, you get to the FA Trophy final having you know, without tenting any fate whatsoever, if if you won the title and you get to Wembley afterwards, once we're there at Wembley, th- that's the occasion, isn't it? Whether you win the FA Trophy or not. Obviously, you want to win it when, when you get there. But when, whether we actually went on to win the trophy itself in the final or whether we're just at Wembley for a big piss-up, you know, to celebrate, it, it's more actually being there. It's more actually the occasion itself. Although I do kind of have this desire for us to just like win the National League and just take all the trophies with us do the Cheshire Cup as well take the Cheshire Cup with us um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, whatever happens it could be worse we could we could be like up for sale and 2-1 down at Luton as uh, as Chelsea are right now so swings and roundabouts isn't it really yeah well, bloody hell, I'm, I imagine there'll be a big celebration for Luton fans given they scored twice against Chelsea. That's yeah, I double, mean, double, double what Chesterfield scored. Yeah, I mean, that's 12 months. That's 12 months of replying to all the tweets instead of six. <laughs> if, if they get a third, it's 18 months and everything. Yeah, hey, lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Um, admin, oh, Ross. admin, yeah. Um, again, oh, fan up, yeah. Um, coming out very soon for fan the inner circle will have seen this but i think it's common knowledge now but if you do get 11 out of 11 from the 9th of march then you you win a free pint yeah um oh but we, we we're trying to get it so it's just a free drink for those that don't drink so that's 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 going to be coming soon bloody you know nanny state bloody snowflake <laughs> bloody pc gone mad society bloody nanny state oh i'm so angry al you know so, back in my day your dad used to just Kick you into the back room of the pub and say, "Right, there's a pint. There's twenty wood bands. 
don't come back until you've done them all. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, bloody Namby Pambies. <laughs> um, so that's coming soon from the 9th of March. And the, the, the only pub in Stockport you can do it, you can get it, you can redeem it actually, is the King's Tap in Cheadle Hume. Um, yeah, that's, that's fine, mate. I'll, I'll go Cheadle Hume and get looked down on and have stuff thrown at me because I'm from Cheadle. <laughs> oh, um, adorable. And there's loads in Manchester, though. So that's coming soon. And yeah. Get on that. Uh, what else? Oh, the, it's the fair. It's the program fair on Sunday. Yes, uh, on Sunday, Ed Powell's program fair. Um, I have two pieces of admin that I didn't bother Woo-hoo! telling you about before I or anything. But here we go. Uh, so Stockport Gin, uh, mm. Paul from Stockport Gin will actually be joining us before the big launch of the Bagara Gin. They've already sold two thirds of the batch with the pre-orders of the special Danny Bagara gin. So if you want that, get a move on. Uh, they're taking pre-orders until the official launch on the 9th of April. So go to stockport-gin.com forward slash Bagara gin. And all the, all the links are on the county co-op Twitter and stuff as well. It's all there. Yeah, and I think I think we'll be nipping down, won't we, Russ? We're going to we nip will. down and drink, drink all the gin, aren't we? Yeah, so hopefully, I think we can say it, can't we? Hopefully we're going to do a live, not a live show, we're going to do a show from the gin. From the gym place, aren't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. So that'd be good. Yeah. And uh, uh, so, oh, yeah, the, the, the and the artwork on the gin is done by Penno Draws, friend of the show, as yeah. well. So it's it's like it's like been it's like wrapped up in a big podcast bow, <laughs> and it's, it's got you're, you're doing the advert for it, aren't you, Russ? You're, you're doing like a sensual, you know, like a perfume advert. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're doing one yeah. of them, but for, yeah. for the gin. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my top off. I'm gonna be riding a horse and wiping <laughs> all over me. Oh, just, God, just something nonsensical, wait. you know. Yeah, <laughs> it'll fit right in. Yeah. Um, and for those fans of Jordy Hatter's County Away Day show, because there's more of them than there is fans of this shit. Um, <laughs> he's not. Well, you're gonna have to put up with this because he's not. He's not doing it at weekend. Mm. We're, we're having him repainted. If you weren't aware, having the black and white stripes. Put back on him now. Newcastle are winning again, uh, but he will be back for the FA Trophy game next week. He's just got a busy life. We've all got busy lives, haven't we? We have, we have, um, we have. I might do. We might do a a pre-match show on Saturday. Watch the results come in, and then cut over to J- JK and probably Liam. I'm guessing, unless it's you, Sam, going on Saturday. Um, uh, Liam's, doing, Liam's doing commentary on Saturday, yeah. Liam's doing or is it me? Or is it me? So, so most people, it doesn't well, matter, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> take, take the mask off. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, if you want to do something on Saturday afternoon, I'd be up for that because I'll be. I'm going to see the Coral on Saturday night, so I'll right. be getting some good. Uh, so you can just watch me drink. That'll be good, won't it? Fair enough. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. I might. I might be. I might be going to, out and doing something. Yet I don't know. We'll see. Well, let's, let's have a chat about that off off offline, shall we? Off air, Nick. Um, best place for it. Best place, really. Best place. Uh, anything else, admin wise? I don't think so. Next week we've got Dad Samson coming back on. Uh, yeah, oh, we'll... strap in. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> back by oh, popular oh. demand. By popular I don't think demand. Simon Wilson's going to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then we have got Ben Walker coming on soon as well. Um, you'll know him as the Stockport County shirt collection, if you don't already know that. I mean, everybody knows Ben now, don't they? Fabric botherer. Serial fabric <laughs> botherer. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so that's that's pretty good. Um, 
That's it. Anything it's, else? It's not. It's not it. There's. I'm, I'm being asked oh, the same question. Again sorry. Every week. Oh God. Sorry. Yeah. What is the album cover? I know what it is because I've got it. So I've got. So I've got matching record collections. <laughs> <laughs> Probably have pretty much. Yeah, it's the second coming by the Stone Roses. I like it. And if you know what film that quote is from, then send it on a postcard or a stamped address envelope or whatever people did back then. I like it. I mean, that could be anything, surely. No, no, the second coming. I like oh, it. Oh, the second. Oh, oh, right. Okay. I don't know what that's from. Well, I'm not going to tell you. So, okay. comment. Answer in the comments. Get the comments yeah. going if you know what but it is. It's all ending now, so there'll be no comments coming in. So people have to wait no, until next can, week. You can, put, no, you can still put comments. We still like, okay. we still like comments. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I might start doing that. I might, I might just start abusing you in the week then. Because <laughs> when I do it through WhatsApp, you don't read it. <laughs> um, favorite track off the album? See, you see, I'm going to I'm going to get one wrong again now, aren't I? I, I... Oh, I, I do like the fact with Second Coming, like the whole world was waiting for a new Stone Roses album, and they just kind of like got stoned for five years and listened to Zeppelin. And it, it shows. I probably love spreads us, but whatever you say, I really hope you get it wrong again. Yeah, I don't. I'm, oh, I'm not gonna say, I want to be a door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying anything this time. I do know. I, I do know what my favourite is, but I don't know what it's called. Um, and it might even be love spreads actually. But we'll, we'll, okay, we'll talk about that offline and see. Yeah, if yeah, it's, yeah. If it's the same one. Yeah, right, she's awful. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cheers, Sam, for coming on, mate. Really appreciate it. Cheers, Cheers boys. Okay, see ya. See everybody later. Bye now. This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app you in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.